So this episode of the Word of the Week podcast is a little different than the first two. Um, for one, there's no live stream because I, I find it can get chaotic in the comments and I didn't want to ramble trying to respond to comments for an hour and then release that as an audio-only podcast. So I decided to do something a little bit different this time around. I opted for a only very lightly edited conversation with a friend and a fellow creator. His name is Bryce, and he's actually one of my oldest friends. We go way back. Um, and he is the lead everything in a wonderful riff rock band called Midnight Notion, which you should check out on YouTube. Um, we had a fantastic conversation last week about guest books and specifically the guest books that we implemented um, on our own respective websites back in the 90s and early 2000s. But we also ended up talking about a bit more than that, you know, like the state of YouTube and being online right now versus being online back in the day and like AOL and, you know, all the fun stuff that we experienced growing up when we did, you know, as millennials. So it was a lot of fun. And make sure you let me know if you like this format, because I think this is much more my style than a YouTube short and a live stream with a billion comments that I need to follow along with, which for me gets a little rambly. And hopefully this is less rambly. Also, make sure you stay tuned to the end because I built an octave fuzz pedal and I'll play it a little bit after the podcast. Anyway, on with the show. Word of the week. All right, we are recording. We are. This is live. We I'm going to mute this thing. This thing. For this those thing. For those listening, this thing is a an elephant. It's an I'm muting the elephant. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Bryce, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm I'm Bryce. Uh, I guess uh, from the angle of your listeners, I'm just a guy. <laughs> no, tell people where you're from. <laughs> tell people where they can hear about you. And... Yeah. Okay. Well, my tell name is Bryce. Tell people what you do. Yes. Uh, I I I guess I know you through music. Um, uh, Veronica and I had a band uh, back in the day. And then I continued making music as Midnight Notion. So Midnight Notion's my solo project. I'm a, a singer, songwriter, musician. I do drums, bass, guitars, vocals, keyboards, and probably something else in there. I pulled and up... YouTube. Yeah, and YouTube. Yes, I also do YouTube stuff. <laughs> so you can find yeah. Bryce on YouTube at... Uh, Midnight Notion. Yeah, YouTube.com slash Midnight Notion, right? Yeah, That absolutely. sounds right. Well, You're they not... have, they have the at symbol names now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Midnight Notion. Every basically, if you search the web for Midnight Notion, uh, I'm multiple results. There you go. <laughs> There's it's all it's all me. I, I I got lucky with that name. Nobody else really had it. <laughs> That's good. So it's important to have a name that 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 functions for you. Exactly. That... <laughs> now you just now, now the trick is finding uh, people who are searching for Midnight. Yes. Notion. There you go. <laughs> nope. That is that um, would be the issue. Yeah, but uh, uh, I, I think related to the word of the week. Um, uh, I was in <laughs> bands before this. Yes. Um, and I, I guess I started, uh, being in a band. I think my first band formed in 2002. So you had a website. And we had a website. And what did you have on the website? Oh my God. We had a guest book. 
<laughs> so, so the word of the week this week is guest book. Mm-hmm. And so here on the Word of the Week podcast, our goal is to define a word in tech and then refine a space around the word. Now, the funny thing about this word is that it's not a word that anybody pretty much uses anymore. <laughs> so this is like a retro Word of the Week podcast right. well, I mean, episode. I guess, I guess people have guest books at like weddings or whatever like in the physical physical guest books not in the cyberspace no not really no (laughs) no we should bring it back and like maybe we'll talk (laughs) about bringing back the guest book because like i think there's there's something quaint about it so okay so i'm going to properly define the word guest book A guest book is a type of ledger in which visitors to a particular establishment, such as a bed and breakfast or a museum, may leave comments about the establishment. In the digital world, it is a digital version of that that was often on a website in like the mid to late 90s to like the early 2000s, basically before social media ruined our lives. Exactly. So if you were there, you experienced the guest book and it was was fun and exciting. Um, So speaking of um, the web and speaking of all of these things, I should mention really quick that this episode is actually not being filmed live on YouTube. Ooh, you'll never know what I look like. We're actually, unless you go to his YouTube, um, we're actually doing this recording uh, in person. Yes, secretly in in a tunnel beneath (laughs) London. And there are rats everywhere. Please help. It's disgusting. Um, (laughs) Sorry to London listeners. I have no idea. Can you tell Bryce does improv? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do improv also. Yes, there you go. By the way. Bryce Bryce does a lot of everything. It's, it's a good time. So guest books are definitely a thing. And if you were a web designer or developer or like teenager who was nerdy in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, you might have had a guest book along with a hit yeah. counter and like oh, man. too many animated GIFs and like... Too many. The like dancing baby... And your page was under construction. <laughs> Always. And you had a blink tag and MIDI playing as you... Yep, yep. <laughs> and those through. those backgrounds that mm. had like bumps... Oh you yeah, you know what I mean. Like there, it was it was a it was a loop or a tiled background uh, that had just for some reason bumps on them. Like th- it was intended to look three D. You're like, <laughs> oh, it's a two D page and it has texture. It's, it's just ugly. It's like skeuomorphic, but yeah. nobody asked for this. Yes, nobody. <laughs> It's just what we were given. Yes. Um, no, the the web in the 90s and early 2000s was stellar. <laughs> it, that is, it stellar is in quotes. <laughs> it was like, okay, so, so like I know that some of my audience was there and some yeah. of my audience wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So like just to put it into perspective, I'm a millennial. So like I was in my late teens during this time period. Mm. So um, it was incredible. Um, <laughs> it was the wild, wild west. It was. That's the, what the WW means in <laughs> WWW. The it's... other the other one is, is wild. <laughs> the wild west wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're here with our brand new angel fire page. <laughs> yeah. And there's oh only God. room for 
five of us on it before the side crashes. <laughs> Bust open the saloon doors. Oh, the animation was too much to load on my dial-up internet. Oh, geez, 56K. If you were lucky, you had 56K. Yeah. Not everybody had 56K. Um, I prefer my pictures to load from the top down. Did you use AOL during this time? I did, you, for free, you... multiple times. <laughs> So many discs like, of free hours. Okay, so to explain it, like I'm, I feel like we're going to be doing a lot of explaining to younger people. Th- this could be its own like YouTube is like millennials explain the internet to younger people <laughs> who weren't there. It might actually work to explain it to older people who were there but still didn't know it. <laughs> I'm reading a book. um, It's lurking. Um, Sounds like someone who's been in the sewers of London. Yes, just like we are right now. (laughs) And um, so I'm reading this book, Lurking, by Joanne McNeil, and she refers to AOL as suburbanizing the internet. Oh. And I, I really liked that metaphor for it because she's describing AOL as being, it's, it made the internet like easy and bland. Yeah. With the spaces you'd land in. Like, I don't right. know if you remember, like, the AOL chat rooms. Oh, God, do I ever. <laughs> like, ASL. I use them. <laughs> and, like, it, it, when I read that it made the internet, it suburbanized the internet, it was like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah, that makes like, a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. absolutely what happened. Yeah. Because, um, like, I, I was on the internet without AOL too because mm. like we had internet at different places Netscape navigator yeah and like i i had all kinds of different you know mechanisms for getting online and there was definitely something different about usenet and mm. like the really super nerdy corners of the internet sure. and AOL completely opened the floodgates to just about everybody sure yeah. And like sudden, they made it easy enough in in a way that I think helped it grow. Yeah, and I think certainly a ton of people experienced the internet because of that. And like yeah, it, that makes it, sense. it made everything like suburbanizing the internet wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Like yeah. I think to a certain extent it had to happen. Right, but um, it definitely led to some. <laughs> changes um so it's it's a good book i think it's worth reading but one of the things that didn't exist on aol was the guest book at least not as far as i remember yeah i guess i i guess i don't recall that like you'd have had did you ever have an aol website i did not no i think um most of my time on aol i mean i started on aol kids okay i had all the parental controls because you're like set. a little younger than me like yeah, a little like bit a year or two. yeah i i actually have um a kind of my i don't know i am not as much of a hacker as anyone that's going to be listening to this <laughs> but i was so proud to figure out my parents password oh of course so that i could upgrade from the kids account to be able to, oh, and I should specify the reason, because this is where the st- the meat of the story is. Uh, I wanted Backstreet Boys lyrics. Ooh, okay. okay. There you go. I had the Backstreet Boys CD. I opened the CD. That's the word of the week. Next week, CD. <laughs> <laughs> the compact the is. insert had lyrics in it, but only for like four songs. <laughs> 
And I don't know why you would print a CD with only half of the song's lyrics or fourth of them. Why would they do that? I don't, well, to get more views on their website, maybe. But, but you, this was before the web was monetized exactly. the way it is now. You didn't, you didn't want views. It's like, probably because Lou, Lou Pearlman sucks. Oh, geez. So, Let's not go in. <laughs> I, I don't want this thing to get banned. Okay. So me, a kid in the 90s who loves Backstreet Boys, mm-hmm. I'm like 12, 13, maybe 10. I don't know. I wanted the lyrics and I was restricted. I went to BackstreetBoys.com and it's like, you can't. You're on AOL Kids. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can find out my parents' password. And I don't know if I hacked it or if they were just so bad at the internet that they had the password reminder. <gasps> Mm-hmm. But their password was the garage door code. Oh. Just the four-digit. Gar- <laughs> Remember four-digit passwords? I don't because I never used them. <laughs> it was just the garage door code. And so I typed it in and I'm like, I'm going to be nice. I'm, I'm a good boy. I'm just going to bump up to the next level, right? It was like AOL Kids and then it was like. I don't like 11 to 13 ah, was the next one or whatever. So you upgraded your age. Yeah, yeah, my age up to the next one. And then. Uh, I was restricted. So I'm like, I'll just go to the next one. It was like 14 to 16 or whatever it was. Restricted. And then I finally went up to 18 plus Ooh, to go to the website to, that probably didn't have any lyrics on it. Oh, geez. So here I am not knowing what the hell AJ's rap verse says <laughs> ever. I'll never know. There's no way to find out. Did, did the website not end up telling you? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember that part of the story. I think I was so proud of. <laughs> be, I'm a hacker. You you hacked. I did it. I did a hack. You did some hacking. One hack. There's. I. I. I never had to borrow a password or anything. Mm-hmm. My. I had the internet around as a kid, and mm-hmm. I. I think a lot of that was just like my my. My mom particularly is kind of geeky for her age. Mm-hmm. Um, for when she grew up, she she was a Vic twenty user, so she like knew how to program basic and like all kinds of nerdy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's kind of where I get it from, I think. And and so like we had the internet and I felt like I was pretty comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um and the I think that like for me, AOL, like I did a little bit of the chat room stuff, but like it just became a means to get to the internet right. as a whole. Yeah. Like I cared more about the web. Now, what I will say I liked about AOL was AOL Press. Press. Did you ever use AOL Press? It was like so. a web, it was a what you see is what you get website builder. Okay. Okay. And so sure. it would, you would edit a page on the web like you might edit like a Word document today. Okay. And that's where this whole thing goes into guest books. Yeah. Because up until this point, the only web pages I'd ever really worked with were like the, the, build like the builder you would just insert your information would just make a profile for you like i don't know if you ever used x page does Uh, that sound familiar at all i the first website i remember building was through a a service called free servers okay that doesn't sound familiar to me but like somebody listening if you've heard of free servers (laughs) and can get bryce his login credentials (laughs) some of them are still live are they yeah well i think my first Bands, well, like it's been broken, right? Like, but through band drama, like one of the guys, like screwed up the page, like just destroyed it. it. Yeah. But like the the Wayback 
machine. machine way back machine. Like still there's has still it. a lot of stuff on I there. Silverinfection.8k.com. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So you had one you had the subdomain of yeah. the free domain. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. I this was and re- ads everywhere. Ads everywhere. Because that's what the you know, the web is paid for with ads. It yep. still is. That mm-hmm. hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Um I had I, I was it I, I forget Geo who Cities? it was. I did GeoCities quite a bit. Um Angel Fire and Tripod yeah. was more my thing. Yeah. Uh, like what I didn't like about GeoCities was GeoCities was was based in like these communities and they felt very like gated. Oh, okay. To a certain extent. Like I didn't know where I fit cuz like I would talk about video games, but like I'd also talk about music mm. and like I didn't know exactly where I'd fit. And I I think I felt like Tripod at first was like much more generic from what i'm remembering i mean maybe it wasn't and i just didn't care mm-hmm. um but so we ended up i built this web page in aol press mm-hmm. and it builds it builds out the html for you okay so you didn't necessarily have to know sure. the code yeah but i would build something and be like well i want this text to blink and i couldn't figure out the blink in aol press so i looked up the tag Mm -hmm. and i started implementing html and like that layout stuff that you would do in html this was i think pre-css um so like we were just doing it in html and that was it that yeah. was the introduction for me into like actual like code that other people would see it was mind-blowing to like one to just be able to create a website like that was cool enough but then to be able to be like oh my god it's bold yeah you know like just to be able to oh it's centered on the page i used the center tag which is now obsolete <laughs> yeah don't use the center of, tag like, anymore 2008 <laughs> I, I still in my mind like oh i need to center this text center, center. doesn't work why isn't this working the way i'm expecting it oh, to yeah i i still margin zero auto yeah exactly uh, but so the and with this thing you could use a guest book service is what i'm remembering but i didn't want right. to use a guest book service so like i looked up some cgi scripts or do you remember okay. like putting putting pearl in your cgi bin Ooh. Like, oh, oh, I remember CGI bin now. Yeah, you might not have known oh, the language was yeah. Pearl or whatever it was, but like, yeah. so I looked it up and a bunch of these guest books were written in Pearl. Okay. Of all, that was the programming language, which, you know, I didn't know, but like for those of you who weren't there, you would basically, it, it's like a comments section now. Mm-hmm. It's It's very much like a comments field. But the idea was you would visit a website and you would leave a message saying like what you thought of the website, which was so pure. It's such a can of worms. Nobody ever abused it. <laughs> the, the, the way that because on the on the free servers side of things, you could add the guest book and there was always the page counter, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah everybody has to have a page counter. Had to know how many people didn't I always, come to I the always page. started mine with 24601 because I'm a super oh, nerd. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, is that... That's not the Disney one? No. no what's this one? Lay Miz. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's okay. a Lay Miz reference. See, that's I, a musical theater reference. I am a theater person. <laughs> 
A very bad one. No, All my theater stuff is improvised. Yeah, you're. <laughs> see, you went the improv route, and I was like theater kid. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's great. So yeah, no, mine two four six zero one was always so like and and people like all my friends would be like, oh, I'm using one seven zero one because that's like the enterprise. So you would mm-hmm, say like mm-hmm. your hit counter started with one seven zero one. I was like, I-, I can do better than that. I'm two four six zero one. Ha ha ha. Um, nice. which was exciting. But no, you would you so you would implement this this like CGI bin like whatever code you found on somebody else's website. Yeah. The free servers had like a um because it wasn't like an external code thing. Oh, so they like let you they like integrate own. it directly. Yeah. I'm sure that had no problems at all. <laughs> no problems. Well, so then you you got to predetermine what sort of fields there would be. <laughs> so it was always like name, email. Yep. You know, and then for us, because we were a famous rock band <laughs> from a local middle school that no one knows the website, we would be like Who's the sexiest member of the band? Oh, no. And like, what's your favorite song? And whatever. And it's just, it's it's just, it's that thing where you add it to the site as a middle schooler. Yep. And then you aim AOL Instant Messenger <laughs> your friends and go, there's a guest book. Go sign it. And then they're like, I don't know any of your songs because <laughs> you haven't played out or recorded anything. <laughs> So they're just like for the sexiest member, they just pick the person who sent them to the website. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's how it works. And then for song, like we would list the songs on one page. Like, here's all the songs we know, which we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And then they would just pick one. But then there, the 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 joy in my heart when I hear guest book is, is that the people always would find a way to like. Oh, uh, butt at butt.com. Yes. <laughs> uh, sexiest mom member, your mom, and just all the stupidest, like, middle school like, dumb jokes. Like the progenitor to modern cyberbullying <laughs> started on the guest book. Yeah. Like, guest yeah. book cyberbullying was real. <laughs> Millions of people suffered from this. It was... my, my grandma would fill it out, like, twice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like, I'm just so happy for you all to... Oh, you know, so. I had plenty of, like, grandparent nice little... And it's like, oh, no, my grandma saw this. Oh, you saw all of the other you, entries. I hope you didn't read the other entries, grandma. My uh, my late grandma uh, had a habit of saving everything. Oh, no. So she would print out my the websites. Book. My websites and the pages and, like, click uh-huh. and, like... So I have... She, like, actually gave me... The physical copies of a bunch of my old websites. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, well, um, I'm glad she never asked me about this stuff. That's, yeah, that's something. So I looked into, in order, you know, because, like, we should do some preparation for these sorts of podcasts. (laughs) And so, like, 20 minutes before you arrived, I looked up, like, some of the details behind how this worked. And it was kind of as I remember. So, so, like, I remember um, it was like a school project. And Mm. there I didn't have any sort of scripting that could work for this stupid guest book I was expected to make. Like, I don't know why I was making a guest book for a school project. 
I must have gone to a bad school. I don't know. <laughs> um, we didn't know any better. Like, don't use the internet like this for a school project anymore. You're asking for trouble. Um, but back then, you know what it was? Is back then it was only like the hyper nerds who were actually going online still. Sure. So like, I think the idea was that it would be relatively harmless. Mm-hmm. It was not relatively harmless, mm-hmm. and lots of harm came from it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as, as you can expect with teenagers. Yep. But so as I'm remembering, I built this thing in ASP, ASP, if you're mm. unfamiliar with the programming languages. And it's a um, it was a Microsoft based product. And I remember that distinctly because I was able to test it on Windows 95 okay. without a server. Okay. Because at the time, you know, like I wasn't a server person because I was like more of 12. a bus person. Yeah, <laughs> what? Sorry. Bussing tables. Yeah, no, I got like, a server and like. <laughs> so you say you're not a hacker. <laughs> There's an in joke in there. It's fine. Um. So, but the 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 like what would basically happen is I wrote this horrible ASP code. Okay. And it would update. Like you would at you, it would ask you your your name, your email, and your message, mm. and then it would update an HTML file with HTML that would that the page would then inject into the actual uh, website itself. Okay. So like it was act this this script was actively updating your website. Oh, it wasn't like a database. Where it's sure. backed by a database store, it was actually it's making actually changes, manipulating the code. It's making, it's manipulating like the the .html file wow. is the way that I wrote it, and okay. and like I I thought maybe I just did this horribly wrong, and this mm. isn't the way it was done. But like I've asked some people on Mastodon, and they they all said or at least a bunch of them said that's how they did it is they use like a flat file and delineated it or had it writing html and like it's just editing a page on your page which is like really weird nowadays because like now everything's either php yeah well in a fair amount of them were php apparently i wasn't cool enough for php I was definitely like anything I was doing wasn't nearly that technically complex. Yeah. Like I don't think I learned PHP until like 2015. And by then it was old, but right. like I'm a COBOL developer, so like my PHP feels lightning new to me. Um that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know because <laughs> you're not a I'm not a hack. You're not a hack. I'm just like I'm just a guy. But you know about websites. You do website like yeah. you do. You've done your website. Yeah. And- yep. I'm mostly using WordPress, but like with everything that I've done, I mean, actually, you talk about going in and adding the HTML code to mm-hmm. kind of spice up the the site. We we're talking about our center tags and bold and whatever. It was MySpace ooh. where you R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> MySpace, when you you know when you wrote a blog on MySpace, um, you could add HTML to it, and that's when I started like instead of using the return key, adding right. the line break tags. And I, there was another site where you could host images, mm-hmm. and so that I would do the image circ. What was it, the SRC? Yeah, it still is. It, okay, um, <laughs> and uh, I was doing all that to add images to my mm-hmm. blogs, and everybody else's blogs are just a clump. 
Yep. And I was like, I've got line breaks and I've got bold. <laughs> I've got italics. I can even center my lyrics. I did. So like that, this is super like how I think a lot of web designers actually like jumped in in my space to their credit mm-hmm. was at least they let you make these changes. I mean, it also means like <laughs> horribly <everyone>. unsafe code <laughs> was happening and like it's, it's, is a big pain, but like a lot of designers got their start like tweaking out their MySpace right. pages, and that's not nothing. I just want, I just want to see who the top eight is, <laughs> and the page is still loading the dancing baby <laughs> in the background that's tiled <laughs> with a looping, I don't know, My Chemical Romance. See, I think, I think the this is. This early version of the web, this Wild West version of the web, what what I think was so cool about it is that it felt like you were under less pressure to be your best self. Sure. You were, you didn't even have to be yourself. Like being on the internet in like the late 90s and early 2000s, the it it wasn't a, the question was never about privacy it was more about anonymity yeah and did you ever fake uh like be somebody else well i all the time <laughs> yeah like that's how you like learn and grow as a teenager i yeah. think but um no that was huge but like it also you can you could lurk you mm. know you could actually like like sit in on a community without ever participating. like i remember i used to go on battlenet and just like read you know, like Battle.net, if you don't know, it's it's still around, but now it's a totally different thing. It used to just basically be like the rendering loading space before you'd be paired with a match for like Starcraft or like Diablo. Oh, right. And so Battle.net, it, while you were like getting paired for a match, there was like a chat room. Mm. And it was the most vile... Like hive of wretched scum and villainy that I've ever seen or heard of. But like you learned a lot from it. And more specifically, you like you figured out who you didn't want to be or who you didn't want to see. And like and there were so many little places where I think people could experiment with how they were going to present themselves because it was anonymous. Right. And that anonymity was huge. Mm -hmm. And like you weren't under any pressure to say what your name was. Your name was your handle. Right. And like... Do you remember your... Oh, God, I had so many handles. I don't even (laughs) want to get into it. Um, And I don't want to tell anybody about my handles because then here's what's going to happen. You all are going to Google it and I don't want you to do that. Um, So So no. I will share it. No, no. The name was (laughs) Elephant Turner Offer. What did we do at the beginning? We (laughs) shut down an elephant. There you go. That's that's good. And then like a lowercase x and an uppercase (laughs) x. And then another lowercase x. And I think that was the fun thing about a guest book is like the guest book was a bit of social networking mm-hmm. well before we had social networking. Right, like right. I remember we had this really cool thing set up called a web ring. I don't okay. know if you were ever part of a web ring. Do you I don't remember? think so. This was in the era before um, search was what it is today. Like uh-huh. if you wanted to discover other new websites, you couldn't just like Google blogs about cats you'd have to find a web ring about cats and it was like different people who had quality cat 
websites oh, yeah, would yeah. share yep. each other's links at the bottom of the page in a web ring. Right. And I mean, web rings are still around. Um, I don't use them personally at this point. Maybe I should. I don't know. Leave a comment wherever you leave comments. Um, <laughs> In the, leave a guest book. Leave a guest book if you <laughs> hit me up on my guest book. And don't you even start but at butt.com <laughs> because I'm sick of your butt. Is this is this a <laughs> what rating is this podcast? It doesn't matter. Okay, there's no ratings. This is fine. Um, <laughs> but no, the like it felt very comfortable. It felt very uh, like it was it was it was innocent in like the not like the real way, way we use the word innocent right but like, like everybody was guilty but like it had its innocence compared with now where we yeah. have this corporate like it's, social media algorithm driving thing that happens that we all kind of participate in it's the same kind of hindsight uh like innocence yes. as say like mullets yeah, which is innocent. There's like, nothing... oh, it was so cute. That little Johnny had a mullet <laughs> in 92. Yeah, it was cute. Like... Um... <laughs> and the lines in the oh, hair. yes, the lines. Yeah, that was yeah. a thing. That's a thing now. I feel yeah, like. yeah. Kids today. Yeah, yeah. The the youths. The youths. Don't get me started on the youths. Well, and the youths don't know about guest books. So maybe this video, or not video, this podcast, <laughs> nobody can see us. Maybe this podcast will introduce the youths to guest books. And like, we should find a way to make it work. Like, oh, we could re-implement the guest book on our collective websites and like allow people to leave a comment without any sort of like strings attached. Yeah. And it'll destroy our websites because it'll like <laughs> execute horrible code sure. that's written by children and it's going to be great. <laughs> it's it's going to be perfect in every way. So so Bryce, what's your website that you can point people to for Oh man. I I don't really use it much anymore. I probably should keep it up better. Uh, but music stuff lives at midnightnotion.com. Uh, but realistically, it's mostly just the YouTube channel now, <laughs> which which is YouTube, which is YouTube.com slash Midnight Notion. Um, the uh, the the channel, I don't know, the, the music thing has has kind of shifted a lot for me lately. It does. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. I just I love making music. I, lo I love more than anything else. I love performing. Right. But it becomes really difficult uh, to perform uh, when you don't have. I, I don't I've never really been good at promoting myself, so I've never really had much of a following. And when you go to ask a venue, hey, can I play a show? Their first question is, how many people can you bring in? And my don't. answer is like 10. And they're like, we'll give you Tuesday night at nine. Well, now I'm bringing zero, you know, because right. how can you uh, how can you bring someone at a 9 p.m. show on a Tuesday? <laughs> so I kind of shifted away from playing live for now. And uh, I did. During the uh, lockdown, um, I did a lot of music reviews. Yep. And so I started the Rocker Review. Which is awesome, and people should check out. They're still good. Thank like, you. Thank <laughs> even, you. Even if you're not currently making one of them each week, yeah. they're still very good. Yeah, I started by uh, a ranking, came up with a ranking system for every Metallica song that they've ever released 
So a good 700 or so of my subscribers came for Metallica <laughs> content, and then I made something else, and uh, I started doing other genres and other artists, and so a lot of my followers kind of come for that material, but I'm still, I'm, I'm kind of going away from the Rocker Review now, because I've found that now I have a full-time job and a part-time job, and I was kind of realizing that keeping up regular Rocker Reviews was taking away that free time that I usually would have had to make music right. and to express myself creatively. So uh, I, I yeah. completely hear that. That <laughs> absolutely makes sense. I didn't do a word of the week last week um, because I was obsessed with making a fuzz pedal. <laughs> and I decided, you know what? I just want to pursue just the fuzz it. pedal. You so like, I made a fuzz pedal and like you don't get to hear it because like it's not done yet. But, yeah. Um, it's pretty close. I'll, I'll probably do a demo of it Ooh. like at the end of this. Ooh. And then that's how I'll tell people like they have to listen to the podcast there because you go. there's a fuzz pedal at the end and if you want to hear the demo if you want to hear the demo of the fuzz you have to listen to the whole thing yeah. so that's that's how i'm going to get people there you go so because there's nothing like growing an audience like manipulation it, but that's, <laughs> but you know what that's actually what it is it's manipulation like guess, it's yeah. it's like this whole thing i i have this whole thing about youtube and like it's frustrating just how it all works and yeah like i talked to a lot of other youtubers and they just hate it too sure you know like in terms of how you have to get people's attention with right. like clickbaity titles and like yep. i'm guilty of it i've yeah. certainly done it and yeah. i don't like that i do it yeah but like it does work and that's the problem like it wouldn't work if you all weren't clicking on it but right. that's what it takes to compete in this world right so yeah. like when i i can't stand the comments where folks get like upset that you made a face yeah. in the comment <laughs> why or does in, everybody in the make the omg face because you click on it that's why people make that face like it because it works yeah <laughs> i had i had someone i know we do uh, thumbnails differently all of my thumbnails for the uh, rocker reviews are legitimately like screen captures yeah it's from i that's from what i try video. to do as much as i can and and then i then i have a template that i, I cut them out and then i just key it into a template in Photoshop and then yeah. it's done. Uh, but, you know, whether or not they're working is to be, you know, is <laughs> another question, another day. But, uh, but I've had I've had people like you didn't even make that face in the video. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, do you want the timestamp? Oh, geez. <laughs> My favorite is when people like accuse me of faking something in the video, and it's yeah. like, why would I go? It, well, who has like, time for that? Yeah, like like I did the Commodore sixty four video, and I had like a screenshot of going on the web on a Commodore sixty four, which is possible. It yeah. sucks. It's an awful experience, but you can do it. Uh -huh. I don't know if a guestbook would work, but. <laughs> But like, I kind of have to try it. We'll we'll see if we can make one work. But so I did a section of the video where I'm going on the web mm -hmm. on like that Commodore 64 right there. Veronica is pointing to the right. <laughs> It's the one behind me. If you watch any of my videos, you can see it. And I, it's in the video. Yeah. Like you can see it's there. Mm. I didn't show the like. I didn't aim a camera at a screen. 
uh-huh. during that p- part oh. because like it's hard to ca- like I, if, you know like a little behind the scenesness if you aim a camera at a screen <laughs> you, you get lines it, it, it's hard to dial in like it's not impossible but it's hard to get right and like it, if you don't like it takes a lot of work to get that right and yeah. like YouTubers might have a separate rig just for getting cameras set up and not to mention a lot of screens and movies and TVs are are just green and yeah. replaced later. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, so I got so many comments accusing me of faking it. And it's like, you know how much more work it would have been to fake it? Like <laughs> I explained how to do it. Go try it. Yeah. It's right there. Exactly. You can, you can pick up one of these for not too expensive and mm. you can just try what I said to do and then tell me if you think I'm faking it. Cause I don't think it's that hard, but like people were like, nah, nah, you faked it. That's not real. You didn't show it. And it's like, it's why why would anybody go through that work for like youtube like it's not about whether or not they would go through the work it's about making sure everyone hears your loud voice (laughs) no matter what your opinion is i that's absolutely true the the comments are the worst I mean, I like I I like mo- like ninety percent of the comments are yeah. good. Yeah, well, but- and, and that's just the thing is like when when you get that good one when you have it's it's the person who watched it um, with good intent. Yeah, like assuming positive intent versus assuming negative intent. That's exactly it. And the people who think that you're making videos to trash the world. Versus the people who are watching to learn something right. and to kind of get a like, I mean, even with my videos, I'm not trying necessarily to teach people how everything works. I'm just kind of giving like my sort of honest reaction and then maybe some behind the scenes of how I would accomplish the same thing mm-hmm. in the studio. And hopefully someone out there is kind of interested in making music and they learn something from that. But then you get the people who watch it who are like, uh, oh, you're just trashing my favorite artist. It's like, this is just analysis. Right. And so, but when you get that one person who is like, I recognize the analysis process and i think this is great that actually i don't know about you but it like makes me feel really good oh, makes absolutely. me want to do more yeah that's that it, it really de- like the problem with the comments is that they're good and yeah. when they're good yeah. they ha- they help you keep going right but then when they're bad they're oh. real bad and it makes you want to stop and it's that mm-hmm. that like that, that conflict yeah uh, in like how we communicate it's the, it it actually to bring it all back mm-hmm. it reminds me of guest books because yeah. like the reason we had them is because you know if, if you weren't there mm-hmm. at the time the internet wasn't something you were always connected to you were mostly not on the internet yeah. most of your time in 1998 was not spent online right yeah whereas right now most of our time is spent right. online we're connected all the time. Yeah. That wasn't the case back then. So like you would sign on to AOL or Earthlink or whatever you're using mm-hmm. and you would get yourself to that page right. just to see what people might have said. Yeah. And that was a dopamine hit. That was the instant, like, I connected with a community. Now it's time to go outside. Yes. And- Mama's got to make a phone call. <laughs> But like it was a thing and and it felt good. It it was it was innocent. It yeah. was like and yeah, there'd be some crap in there. There'd right. be some cyberbullying in sure. there. There'd be some nastiness. 
Um, but it was also like pure and mm-hmm. goofy and like for the most part nobody knew who you were so like if somebody's talking crap about it it's like well who cares I don't care about you like yeah. whatever um, it's different now I think because we're we like everybody has an expectation mm-hmm. of availability and that ends up leading to like some nastiness because yeah. like i i don't check the comments all the time sure for the most part i check the comments a couple times a day sure and it that's like i i developed that habit back in the guest book days and sure. so yeah, like yeah. that i i am not an actively connected person mm-hmm. like i might be like i don't have youtube on my phone because I don't want to see that. Sure. Because it's a distraction. And it, yeah. it's, it's you know, like, I, I want YouTube to be a destination. Yes. And that makes it more valuable, I think. Okay. And so many people have an expectation. Like, I, I like once a week, I get somebody, why didn't you answer my question, Veronica? It's like, because I just saw it just now. Like. <laughs> hey, person with thousands of subscribers. Are you at millions yet? No, Thousand. I'm not. I, I'm at billions. <laughs> billions person with billions of subscribers (laughs) how come you don't care about me well and it's like i do but like i didn't see it like come on now and like it's 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 not a like a thing it's just when people have this expectation of constant availability i don't think our brains really wrap around that very well right and you know like i know for my own like wellness sake yeah i find it very useful to stay off those screens, off those areas when I'm not actively able to give people my attention. Right. You know, like that's why I don't I don't use social media on my phone either for the same reason, because it's like I'm not really giving you any attention mm-hmm. when I'm just scrolling my feed. Yeah. So like I'd rather not see it until I have time to give somebody attention. That makes and, sense. And and like that's what guest books were. Mm-hmm. is uh, ultimately at its core that's what like the guest book era of web design yeah. was really about it was still when somebody was on your page they were on your page right they didn't have you open as one of 50 tabs right there were no tabs yeah, there weren't tabs you weren't wasting bits on like anything like you if you were on somebody's page it's because you wanted to be there yeah and or they told you to because they just made it and they're in middle school yeah. <laughs> and they really want to know what your favorite silver infection song is yes which is good <laughs> which never got released we'll see which one's yours which one oh, was yours? my favorite silver infection song? you have to tell us now okay uh, of the ones we should we should splice it in here yeah. so that people well, can hear it so now the clarifying question is is it the ones that were listed on the website <laughs> Or the ones that we actually played. See, every band in the 90s and 2000s did this thing. Well, because you have to show how much work you've done Mm -hmm. and look at all the credits. And the list of songs was just all like the ideas that have been started so far. Well, it's like fake it till you make it. Exactly. And we had millions of fans. (laughs) Because every blog post was, hey, everyone, just a heads up, we were in school today, so that's why we didn't practice. Because so many people were waiting to find out if we were practicing. So-and-so got grounded, so we weren't able to have practice this week. Oh, man. It's like me with my fuzz pedal. The reason there was no word of the week last week was, the word of the week is fuzz. (laughs) It makes this sound. There we go. (laughs) It's good. This has been... (laughs) 
the word Bro- of the week. Bronick explains word of the week is. <laughs> no, it was it, it, but it was like it, when I talk about the innocence of that era, like maybe the the more correct word is that mm. it was an intentional era mm. where if you were going on the internet and if you were communicating with somebody on the internet it wasn't passive you had to work to do it you were kicking people off the phone to yeah. make those connections yeah you were like if you were on the internet and talking to somebody it's because you actually wanted to talk with them not because there was some like background thing that was boring you weren't wasting energy on that and i i think that that's something that we've fallen away from Mm -hmm. and like i think that's why i have nostalgia for this era even though it was full of cyberbullying and even though it was full of vile comments and even though you know it was still something you had to seek yeah instead of something that like every eight-year-old is given Hmm. which is like I mean, I don't fault anybody for doing what they do with their kids, but like it's just so present now and it didn't used to be. And it's I think that's what made that era special in my mind. Sure. Like it it was something you had to work at. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe we got to start keeping guest books for our houses. See, I think that could be cool. Just a physical physical one that people come over every time yeah like well i've been here three times this week or whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh hey the ups truck is here hey you didn't sign the guest book (laughs) but at (laughs) but.com damn you ups driver at it again all right i think we should it's been what 48 minutes oh yeah it might not be because like we're gonna edit some of this out but we define what a guest book is Yes, I think I think what like the goal of the podcast is to define the word, which we I did earlier, yes. and then refine the space around the word. There we go. And I think we've refined the guest book well enough for today. Awesome. <laughs> so Bryce of Midnight Notion. Yes, and uh, to clear to go back to the website thing. Yes. Uh, don't don't worry about midnightnotion.com. It probably loads. <laughs> probably loads too slow it probably isn't up to date uh but i would love for people to check out midnight notions music it's available wherever you get your music online so if you're spotify itunes whatever you are what kind of music is it oh rock and roll yes you you should actually explain what like it's smooth jazz (laughs) and like it's it's yeah. It's, it's jazz country. <laughs> jazz country. <laughs> it's everybody's favorite. Well, uh, the, at, at its core, I would say uh, accessible hard rock. Yes, um, there we I, go. I like to call it non-toxic riff rock. Yeah, I like non-toxic riff rock. Yeah. Like, that's good. Um, because I'm a sober guy, and so hard rock and metal have a lot of toxic masculinity involved in them, and I'm, in, I'm not into that. <laughs> Uh, I, I hear you. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, maybe some of my past songs before I kind of recognized any of that. Um, whatever, but like the new, the, the songs out by midnight notion, um, they're just me expressing myself in the rock world and hoping that the rock community can maybe make rock music without trashing the venue or the back green room or other people. Right. And so, uh, so checking out the music, um, you asked for my favorite song. It's not a silver infection song. It's probably last breath from the last record. There you go. Um, that's, that's my favorite of what I've released of midnight notion. Uh, but I would love to know people's thoughts on the rest of the music. I think that the the rocker reviews get a lot of attention, but the original pieces don't really get heard enough. And so I'd love to have some people check that out and uh, hopefully you find something in there you like. There's pop rock, there's punk rock, there's 
uh, heavy metal. Uh, it's kind of a, all all subgenres of rock. So it's yeah. good. It's good music. Okay, so folks, it's it's good music. Go check it out. Like <laughs> I know a lot of my audience. So it you know I do the this punky bit mm, and mm. like at the end of all my and I recorded it like it's my music mm. um and a lot of people are like oh who did that and it's like <laughs> it's me um but it people ask like oh what kind of music did you play and it's like go check out Bryce like this is good like <laughs> yeah. just go check because like, I I'm gonna put on an album at some point I need to finish the fuzz pedal yes like this is critical yeah to the whole experience is the fuzz so we should you know what we should end the podcast here and now now, to play us out, it's going to be me noodling on the fuzz pedal like <laughs> hours later after this. So enjoy this fuzz pedal. And this has been Veronica Explains Word of the Week. Mm-hmm.